Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. to us this week, Colin, about Paul's letter to the Ephesians and what a letter we find it is. You're, you're using your new translation called The Truth, and uh, you say you've, you've, you've worked on this translation because you want people to really understand what it means, not just to be familiar with it, but to really understand. And uh, we're still in chapter one. We haven't actually got very far this week because we've been looking at it so deeply. But yesterday, we realised that faith and love should govern our lives, and that this was clearly the reputation that the church in Ephesus had at that time. It is wonderful truth, and this is what motivates Paul to write these letters. He wants to keep uh, the Christians in the various churches to which he writes walking in the truth, living in the truth. Uh, you see, the point is, Julia, what the Lord impressed upon me in doing this translation is that people can't live what they don't understand. If they read it and don't understand what it says, they won't apply it to their lives. So he said, you know, I want a translation not just by an academic translating one language into another, but a preacher who would draw out the meaning of what is said so that people can then apply that to their lives. And what we've seen during these last few days is how faith-building the truth is when we do understand it, when we understand the, the impact of what Paul is actually saying, the revelation that he's given, how we have all this wonderful inheritance already because of the ways God has already blessed us in Christ, that, that he has done this, it's past tense, not future and that he has given us his Holy Spirit, who is this deposit that guarantees our inheritance that is to come. And so now we're, we, we were looking yesterday at how um, Paul is thankful for the faith and love that is operating in the church in Ephesus. Uh, so he says, I keep remembering you when I pray. And then in verse 17, I ask that the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ may impart to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of who he is and what he has done for you so that you will come to know him better. Now, you see, there's the key. We have all this wonderful inheritance in Christ. So Paul says, I want God mm -hmm to release that spirit of wisdom and of revelation that he's put within you because you've received the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I want you to, that God imparts by that spirit who lives within you the wisdom and revelation you need so that you understand what he has done for you and so that you also uh, understand who he is, that the one who has blessed you is the one who is the Lord of heaven and earth, who has already overcome sin, who has overcome the devil, who has uh, imparted eternal life to you, who has given you the kingdom, who has blessed you in Christ with every spiritual blessing uh, in his heavenly kingdom. So I ask 
the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, may impart to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of who he is and what he has done for you so that you will come to know him better. I also pray for your heart to be filled with light that you will see for yourself and know in your experience the hope to which he has called you, the purpose he wants to see fulfilled in your life. Now, hope in Scripture is not a big question mark as it is in the world. Hope relates to the future. It's being sure and certain of what lies ahead of us, knowing that God it's, it's looking really to the future with a very positive mindset and attitude, knowing that God will do everything that he has promised to do. And, and so uh, the scripture continues, what is this hope that his saints, all those who belong to him, will enjoy the riches of a glorious inheritance and that they may also know his power working in them because they believe in him? a power so great that it cannot be compared with any other power. Now, this is amazing revelation, you see, that Paul is saying, right, now, you have the Holy Spirit who lives within you. Therefore, you have the spirit and wisdom and revelation. Um, you know, John says that the Spirit would teach you all things. That, and Jesus said that he will remind you of the truth and everything that I have said to you. So the Holy Spirit within us will give us revelation, will give us light, will, will illuminate the word of God for us, will give us understanding. This is what you have because you are in Christ. This is what you can do because this immense spirit of power, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, the power that actually took him and, uh, up to heaven, enabled him to ascend to heaven, that power is in you now, a power that is so great it cannot be compared with any other power. Now, you see, this raises the question, well, how many Christians really believe that they possess such power? But this is what God has done. There is no power to compare with God's power. And Jesus said to the disciples, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. What power? God's power. And, and we see the outworking of that power in the Acts of the Apostles. We see the outworking of that power in, in the New Testament church. And we see the outworking of that power in the church today, wherever there is that combination of faith and love. And we should expect to see the fulfillment of what Jesus is saying. Because he said, didn't he, that anyone who has faith in me will do the same things as I have done and greater things still. Why? Because that faith will enable the impartation of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will enable us to do the same things as Jesus and even greater things because the Spirit wasn't poured out in the same way during the ministry of Jesus. He could do great things, but actually even Jesus couldn't pray for others to be filled with the Holy Spirit because the Spirit was not yet given because he was not yet glorified. So all this is just such wonderful revelation of truth that we have this immense power. But you see, you can't use what you don't believe you have, even if you have it. You've got to want it too, haven't you? Well, you, you've got to want to use it. You see, if, you've already, if you already have it, it's not a question of wanting it, you've got it. But you've got to know that you've got it, and you've got to want to use it. 
and to see the power of God operating in your life, but also operating through your life to touch the lives of others around you. So what's the problem, Colin? Why aren't we seeing more of it? Unbelief. That is the basic problem, you see. I mean, I'm unpacking all these scriptures, but these scriptures have been in your Bible ever since you bought it. Um, uh, you know, the truth has been there, and okay, uh, I'm, I'm seeking to draw out this truth and make it more clear and more obvious to people, uh, but actually the, the life and the dynamic of the Holy Spirit has been there within every one of us who believes, within the church, where the church consists of believers. Um, but if we don't understand how that power can operate through our lives, then we will not see the fullness of that power being revealed in our experience. That's the point. But hasn't the fire almost gone out here in the UK? Well, it depends where you look. I mean, there are some places where the fire is burning pretty brightly, but there's other places where there seems to be smoldering ashes. Can those ashes come to uh, life? Oh, yes. You've only got to put fresh wood on ashes, hot ashes, and they'll come to life. Revelation? Uh, well, I believe that that's one of the things that God is wanting to do is to bring his church in this nation and other nations back to the revelation of the truth because we're not going to see the purposes of God outworked in any other way unless we believe his word and trust in his spirit. Is that why you've done it's, this translation? It's going to be the spirit and the word working together. This is, well, I've done the translation out of obedience to God, but what God has explained to me is that this is why he's asked me to do it. I mean, this is a totally, totally... Um, unexpected thing. I would never have dreamt of doing this. Even a, even a little while ago in my ministry, I thought, well, no, 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 that's that's not my kind of ministry. I'm a preacher. I'm I'm a get out there and let's do the stuff. I'm a disciple maker and a pioneer and all. But of you've that. seen revival. But I've seen revival, yes. But the important thing is, you see, that by the grace of God, I mean, I've spent, I've spent. Um, nearly 50 years of my life letting God teach me. And I think all, all that God really is asking of me is not to do what I can't do, but to do what I can do by trusting him. And that is by his grace, whatever he has taught me uh, to impart to others so that they can receive a greater revelation and understanding of the truth and apply it to their lives. That's the important thing. Apply it to their lives and then see the outworking of that truth, of the life, of the love, of the power, of the faith that is possible. And it really is a question of, of believing what God says in his word. So many people have said to me over the years, but I don't have your faith. And I say to them, but you can, because faith is a choice. You read something and you choose to believe it or you choose not to believe it. And I trust that as we go through these scriptures together during this time, that people will believe what the word says, apply it to their lives under the direction and leadership of the Holy Spirit. That must be made clear. And we shall see that Paul emphasizes that later. But under the direction of the Holy Spirit, we will see that power released in our lives and used for the glory of God. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 